I'm probably gonna die in an earthquake. I shouldn't say that. Let me knock on wood because, if, like, especially if it happens when I'm in bed, I'll lay there and be like, "Is it gonna get stronger?" Like you're too chill. Yeah. Is it gonna? Do I have to get out of bed right now? Because I really don't want to. Like, if my animal isn't f- totally freaking out, then I'm not gonna get out of bed. That was Yaini Ababa, a born and raised San Franciscan. This is Storied San Francisco, and I'm Jeff. The topic of earthquakes came up when Yaini and I met on a crazy hot day in September at Emperor Norton's Boozland. That day, Yaini shared her experiences the day of the 1989 earthquake in San Francisco. That day was October 17th, 28 years ago today. Here's Yaini. It was weird. It was the World Series. It was the Giants and the A's. And I was working in the marina at a bathing suit shop. Didn't fare too well? No. I cannot even remember. Oh, Body Options. That's the name of the store where I was working. Um, And my coworker, who had just moved from Chicago, and I were talking about how much we hated our boss and what a jackass he was. He was like this creepy guy from Iran who like seemed like he was super coked out and he would come in with his dog and his dog would pee all over the store and he'd expect us to clean it up. Um, it was so, technically the 80s, so being coked out was yeah. kind of just, that's how you were. Yeah, I don't even remember his name. I'll remember his face forever, but I don't remember his name. I just remember we were talking about how much we hated our boss and I said, let's go outside and talk about this. And um, she said, why? And I said, I just have a feeling we need to be outside. The minute we walked outside, the earthquake hit, which is a good thing to do because all the walls were mirrors in the store, so they started cracking. I'm so glad we were outside, um, and it didn't feel really strong. It felt it was like a rolling earthquake, and um, so I didn't realize that it had like knocked out the phone lines and knocked out the power and collapsed freeways. I didn't realize any of that had happened. <coughs> So I went to call my mom, and I'm like, oh, the phones are dead. I guess they'll come back. Like, I wasn't even tripping. So I said, well, let's lock up the store, tape up the windows, and walk all of the cash to the main office. So we were on Union Street, and the main office was on Chestnut Street. So I was like, let's just walk all the cash to the main office. So as we were walking, we um, met this couple who were here from New York who were freaking out. Tourists. Yeah. And the girl from Chicago started freaking out like it hit her what was going on. And she started hyperventilating and I had to slap her to calm her down. (laughs) If I just slap somebody to calm them down, it's the most exciting thing to me for some reason. Because I was 19 years old. I was going to ask how old you were and kind of where you were in your life. Yeah, I was 19. Out of high school already? Yeah. Yeah. So. Out of high school with a job. mm -hmm. Hanging out. In my own apartment. Thought I was a grown woman. Mm -hmm. And, um... So we walked over, I got her to calm down, and there was a nursing home on Chestnut Street, like a senior living facility, and they were helping all the old people out, and we were like, oh, do you need help? And they said no, and then some guy was giving away free ice cream from his ice cream place, so I got some ice cream cones for the old people. Hey, yeah, oh, awesome. Then we went and walked the cash over, and then we realized there were, like, fires and stuff going on, and, like, things had Already really happened, and we were like, oh, my God. Wow. So um, we didn't really know what to do. Do you think roughly like uh, it felt like an eternity after, but right. it was probably like a couple of hours because we were just kind of meandering about like, do we stay and see if the power comes back on? Like, what do we do? And then we eventually decided 
we were going to tape up the store and make sure like the door was secure and all that. So it was probably like a couple of hours. And we walked over to the corporate office and no one was there. So we started talking. We'd been talking to these people who were walking with us. They didn't know what to do. And um, we walked back to Union Street. Back to Union Street to the store. Put the money like in the very back of the store. And then this bar um, that's not around anymore. It was like an Italian restaurant and bar. Um, was giving away all its beer because they didn't know when their power was going to come back on. So anything that was like edible, anything perishable, they were giving away. So we got drunk. We didn't know what to do. We didn't want to walk up the hills because <laughs> I lived in Alamo Square at the time and I didn't want to walk all up all the hills because I was drunk, right? And we started talking to some random guy who was like, well, I'm going to drive home to Daly City, so I'll drop you guys off. So he dropped off my coworker at her place. And then the couple from New York were just like kind of stuck to me like glue. And they get out of the cab with me and the guy's like, uh, you know, the cab driver wouldn't take any money. Everyone was very nice, like very supportive. So the couple from New York are just looking at me and I'm like, okay. And I was like, well, did you want him to take you to your hotel? And they're like, no, everyone says it's landfill. It's probably in the water. We don't want to go down there. So these random people from New York, I was like, well, I guess you guys can come to my house, but like, I don't even think I have a flashlight. <laughs> so we went into my house. I didn't know where my roommate was. Um, my roommate had two cats. I couldn't find the cats. So I'm checking on everyone in the building, and it's my family's building that I was uh, renting at the time. So I checked on my aunt. She was cool. Like Everybody was cool. I found the cats. I don't know how this happened. They were underneath the sink, underneath the garbage can, like wrapped around each other. And then we just didn't know what to do, so we were just sitting there chilling, made sure the gas was off, and then the TV... Did you have electricity at your Electricity your came back on, so we're sitting there watching TV. And I fell asleep, and a spider somehow that had been unearthed during the earthquake bit me on my eyelid, and I had to go to the emergency room. That's so I was like that jackass after a natural disaster who goes into the emergency room with the my eyes swollen shut in the size of a golf ball. I felt like such a jerk. Oh, the doctor was like, what's going on? I'm like, it's pain, you meet me, man. I can't right. breathe or see. And he was like, uh, I mean, I guess it was a pretty, it was good I went in because they were like, oh, that's a venomous spider. Like they had to lance my eye and stuff. It was really gross. Jeez. But um, I felt like a jerk. It is an earthquake related injury. Yeah. Technically. But, that day, um, my grandmother, so my father's from Ethiopia, so my grandmother in Ethiopia, apparently the news in Ethiopia was, um, there was an earthquake in San Francisco, it's fallen into the sea and everybody's dead. So she's got three of her sons living in San Francisco and her daughter and all their children and she was like, I just lost my whole family and we couldn't call her to tell her everything was okay. And then my parents, we had a corgi at the time, and I went over to my parents' house, and the corgi, ref my mom was like, the corgi will not come in the house. She said he walked in right after the earthquake and backed out and had not been back in the house since he spent, he stayed in the yard for like three days. Mm. There were also lots of aftershocks, though. Yeah, but he was not having it. Well, sadly, we've been dealing with a new set of disasters here in the Bay Area this past week. Fires in the North Bay have leveled entire neighborhoods in Santa Rosa and Calistoga, displacing many families and their pets. 
Businesses, including wineries, have been lost. If you're looking for ways to help, go to the Storied San Francisco website, which is up now, by the way. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at StoriedSF. If you're listening on iTunes, please remember to rate and review the podcast. It really helps. I'd really like to thank Yaini for sharing her story. Joe Bigale did the music that you hear for the show. Thanks for listening, and check back next week for a really great story about building the new Bay Bridge. Yeah.